Hey, this is the Digging Deeper podcast with the City of Lamarck's summer interns. Today we have Mayor Keith Bell, interviewed by myself, Mackenzie Chris, and JV Gillard. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Mayor. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, ladies. How are you today? We're doing really good. Um, it's very interesting. It's something new that we're starting, and so um, I think it's a great opportunity to be speaking with you right now, and so, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I am excited to speak with you ladies. We're certainly proud of you in the city of Lamarck. The council's proud of you. We've watched the work that you all have been able to achieve in such a short time, and you you all have knocked it out the park. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, so uh, just to start off, can you talk a little bit about yourself, how you uh, came to be mayor, and kind of your journey with that? Well, I am... Uh, 48 years old. I was born on Galveston Island. I grew up in public housing uh, and um, grew up wanting to be a police officer, uh, but ended up being too young to join the police academy. And so uh, I joined the fire academy at about uh, 20 years of age, got a job working at the Galveston Fire Department, uh, became a member of the Galveston uh, Fire Union, uh, and from that uh, point, uh, I got interested in politics. And the union was encouraging us, uh, members of our fire union, to run for office. And so I decided to run for office about uh, 18 years ago in the city of Lamarck. I was about 30 years old. And so I ran for office at 30 years old, won, uh, thanks be to God. Uh, and I've been attempting to serve our community for the better part of the last 17, 18 years. That's amazing. Um, can you tell us, like, how? I know you said that people at the fire department encourage their employees to run. And so, what made you um, get the bravery or the strength to run the race that um, that you started? You know that that's a good question. Um, I, I think for me, it was my uh, a, as a kid. Um, I grew up in a in a dysfunctional and broken home. So we didn't have a lot of resources. And, you know, it was always in the back of my mind that, you know, I wish that I had someone to help me, to, to give me some of the things that I needed. And so it, it uh, birthed in me a heart for service. So I, I always had in the back of my mind that when I got older or when I became an adult, I would try to do for somebody else what I wanted somebody to do for me. And so that was always there. And so when they approached me to actually run for office, I think that just uh, caused what was already there to kind of rise up in me. So so um, being a city official obviously comes with a lot of baggage, I guess you could say. There's a lot that comes with it, outside pressures, inside pressures. So um, as, you know, one of the main faces of the city how do you deal with uh, outside pressures and and backlash and things like that well I I think that you you have to reduce it down to its uh, its simplest form and so so outside pressure or or uh, concern from the community is is what we're we're suggesting comes from a place that uh, that they are unsatisfied with their their current circumstances and they want better and they believe they deserve better. 
And so if you're always approaching uh, those concerns and those criticisms from that perspective, then you'll understand that the motivating factor in all of those is people want to be treated with respect. They want to be listened to. Uh, and they wanted, uh, they want to be afforded the same rights as other people have in this country, and so from that point, it 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 allows me to keep balance. I, I know that it's not directed at me, even though at times it is directed at me, but I know it's coming from a a, a place of of desire, and so I tend to try to meet them at the point of their need and desire, as opposed to fight them with the rhetoric and differences of opinion. So that that's how I keep that balance. But then there are other ways to keep balance. Uh, I think that you have to make sure that you have uh, to do things for yourself, uh, stress relievers, things that you enjoy, spend a lot of time with your family uh, and, and try to keep everything in perspective. Don't don't take uh, things so seriously. You have to learn to laugh at yourself a little bit. So, Mayor, I, I heard heard you say um, you grew up in a dysfunctional environment and you also spoke of balance um, to where you are now. And I, I had a question um, wondering how you see mental health come into play in the municipality and how past experiences affect your work or um, what? how do you see it affect others um, as employees of the city as well? Uh, again, great, great question, guys. I, I think that my, uh, my background as a firefighter uh, has has brought me experiences that that I would rather forget. Um, usually, when 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 the fire department is called out, uh, they are called out to tragedy and trauma, right? And so I've seen a lot of the worst uh, sides of us as as humanity. Some of the worst things that that we that we can experience. Um, and so mental health was important for me uh, as a public servant in that venue and from that from that platform. But it's important for us as elected officials, appointed officials that aren't in public safety. It's just as important because, again, we are we're, we're taking a lot of uh, criticism uh, and and a lot of the brunt of people's dissatisfaction. And it's important for us to keep that into in, in perspective. It is not. Uh, something that uh, should give us any significant value or worth, uh, and those things shouldn't devalue us, right? Uh, we should make sure that we're understanding what we're here to do and who we're here to serve, uh, and that's a, that's a mental health piece as well. You have to make sure that you're separating yourself from, from those that you serve and from the mission that you've been given. And so I would encourage anybody uh, to reach out to find uh, a mental health professional, a counselor, uh, uh, a mentor, somebody that you can have conversations with on a regular basis to help you understand and keep in perspective some of those things that you're experiencing. Um, and I know with your experience as a firefighter, what would you say to those listening? Um, how would you give them a glimpse of a different perspective and a different view of what they see as, oh, yeah, there are first responders, but yes, they have work that deals with trauma and tragedy, like you mentioned. Um, but they, what if they're also dealing with that at home um, or day-to-day conversations with other people outside of work? Well, what advice or um, how would you share that glimpse of a daily life in a, as a firefighter with the people that are listening just to give them a different perspective? Like, yes, we tend emergencies, but we also have to deal with those at the end of the day. 
Sure. I, I think that people, and you're right, I, I think people, uh, because they, they usually engage public officials, whether they be firefighters, police officers, uh, elected officials, appointed officials, they normally engage us at a time of their greatest need. And so they see us as a resource for them, right? Uh, and that's okay. And, and I think that all of us get it. Uh, but I think that, that it's, it, it's of, of benefit for us to look at them also as human beings. Uh, and so firefighters, police officers, elected officials, appointed officials, even the, the persons that are reading your meter or, or repairing your streets, we're public servants, but all of us have lives. We have families and children. We have parents. We have health issues and challenges. Uh, we have all sorts of experiences that we bring to the table, and we live life every day as as well as, as those that we serve. So we're going through all sorts of the same problems that, that other folks are. And so we're, we're taking on your, uh, your traumatic experience, uh, and we're trying to assist you in the moment that you are in need, but as well we're, we're trying to bear those same experiences in our own life. We're leaving our families uh, with, with no guarantee that we'll return home. Uh, many times as uh, elected and appointed officials, we're leaving our families and we're leaving uh, our children who need us just as much to serve our, our uh, constituencies. Uh, and that puts a strain on family, which, which causes balance, uh, p- problems with balance in your life. And so I would say to those that, that are maybe unfamiliar with that, uh, when you see a public servant, whoever they are, you know, whether they be police, fire, again, the person that's taking your, your water payment or even the person that's, that's providing you with a permit, you know, I would say that it would be appropriate to simply say thank you. I see you. I know that you're serving us, but I do realize that you're a person. Thank you for serving. Uh, I'm praying for you and your family. Uh, Well wishes for you and your family. I think those things will go a long way for uh, those that are serving to realize, you know, the the impact that they're making on the lives of the people they're serving. So uh, we've been talking a lot about balance uh, and how you balance your work life and your mental health and your friends and your family. As a former firefighter and council member and now mayor, um, are there any specific activities or techniques that you use to de-stress and to uh, kind of find that balance and separate those two areas of your life? Sure. Well, well, um, m- most that know me know uh, a couple things about me. Uh, the first thing that they know is that uh, I'm definitely not a morning person. <laughs> uh, and and I, I tend to uh not schedule any meetings until after after uh midday usually after 12 o'clock is when i start to meet um and that's because the morning hours are my hours right so Mm -hmm. i i wake up at six o'clock and and for the first two hours of my morning i'm just spending time with me Uh, that that looks like meditation uh that looks like gathering my thoughts that looks like writing uh, things that that have occurred to me during the morning hours. Um, I'm spending time strictly with me and and whatever that looks like for me, then that's what it looks like for me. And the other thing that people know about me is that I'm a runner. And so every morning uh, I get up uh, and I run between three and a half to four and a half, five miles a day. Uh, And that helps me to de-stress 
that helps me to uh, de-stress, helps to get the stress from me physically. Uh, And it also helps me, again, to gather my thoughts uh, while I'm running. Uh, And so those those are two things that I would uh, say to anybody that's trying to maintain balance. And then the third thing is you have to do things that you enjoy. And so for me, uh, that looks like uh, spending time with my family uh, and go, going places that I like to uh, enjoy. So you, you have to have that part of your life uh, be, you have to be selfish with that part of your life uh, because otherwise you'll lose yourself and, and you'll, you'll start to run into some, some problems. Yeah, my mom always tells me, even to this day, because I'm still working on myself as well, that um, you can't help yourself until, I mean, you can't help others until you start taking care of yourself. And I think that's really important. Um, Like Mackenzie and I were talking the other day and we're like, we know people who are like workaholics and things like that. And they don't take a second just to self-love and self-gratitude and self-appreciation or just to meditate or just relax from the stress of the day because sometimes there are things we can't control and um yes we have to that's just the way of life and sometimes life isn't always sunshine and rainbows um (laughs) but um you know at the end of the day we have to find out what works for us and what keeps pushing us for like we have to remind ourselves that this is what I'm doing this for. This is who I'm doing it for. And this is why I'm doing it. So it's glad. Um, it's nice to have a different perspective, like as a person, uh, as a mayor, not just as a person, um, to see you have to take care of yourself as well. Yes, yes. Right. It definitely comes into play. I mean, in all aspects of life, but especially in a career like yours where um, it's a lot of public input in talking to people and making connections. Uh, a lot of the time you 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 yourself and others don't realize that the toll that that can take on on yourself and your mental health um so I find it really interesting you know that's an important thing that I've learned and that my parents always told me growing up uh you have to set those boundaries for yourself you know like you were saying the morning hours are your hours that's that's a specific boundary and whenever you let people walk all over your boundaries or you yourself don't stick to them uh it it can take a toll on you so I I think that's really interesting right yes and so i did have one last question for you mayor um what advice would you give to young people or um the quote-unquote millennials or anybody um interested in being and working in the city government or even becoming mayor or any um public official within texas or the cities that they live in etc i would i would say uh serve serve wherever you are uh, whatever organization you find yourself in, find a way to serve. And, and the second thing I would say is engage. Uh, wherever you are, uh, engage in uh, your civic responsibility and your civic uh, opportunities early, right? It's never too young to uh, go to a council meeting. It's never too young to go to a school board meeting. It's never too young to volunteer on somebody's campaign. It's never too young to work on an issue that that uh, makes your community better, uh, and so so by by serving and engaging, I think that that you will uh, have the foundation that you need to be a valuable and impactful public servant because that's what public service is: it's serving your community while engaging your community at the same time. And so, if you can do that at an early age, you you you. Uh, 
you definitely will set yourself up for success if you're serving the community in a, in, in your, your latter years. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mayor Bell, for speaking with us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, so that has been Digging Deeper for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow. See you.